best stuff. Bus goes to Hululu, Hululu Township. Bus goes to Hululu, Hululu Township. In the bus, there were two Chinese girls. Welcome to episode 133 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and you found the show where I get to know the creators of Certified and Bonafide Good Stuff for Kids and Families. And on today's show, I talked to Falu about her incredible album, Falu's Bazaar. And we got a little deep, and we talked about language, and we talked about tradition, all of which are very, very good things and very, very important things. And I loved hearing Falu's story. If you like that song you just heard, it's called Hulululu Bus. And you can find the entire song at the end of this episode. You can also find it on Falu's record, Falu's Bazaar. I hope everyone is doing very well. It's the beginning of June. I have been uh, I've been busy with Little League for the last couple days. We've had three games in three days, and it's really fun being a being a Little League dad and and not really having a lot to do with it except being very nervous when the ball goes your kid's way and being very nervous when he's up at bat. But I will shout out to sports correspondent Zachy. He had a really really good game today. I was really really proud of him. Shout outs to all the kids who are in their Little League finals. It really can be kind of heartbreaking to watch these kids do what they love to do, which is play baseball. And sometimes it gets confusing. You don't know where to go with the ball and you don't know what to do. And sometimes you drop the ball and sometimes you strike out in important moments and it's part of the game, but you can really see how it can be really, really tough on these little kids. So parents, tell them to keep their chin up because Mike from the Good Stuff Kids podcast said so because that maybe that'll help or maybe it won't. I don't know. You're the judge. You're the parent. Anyway, if you want to reach me, email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com. If you want to find me on social media, at goodstuffpod. I'm not going to talk too much more because I really want you to hear this conversation with Falu. It is awesome. We get deep language, tradition, generations. It's really, really, really good. I think you're going to love it. And here it is. Good stuff. It's it's awesome, even in the midst of technical difficulties, to welcome Falu to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you, Falu? I'm very good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It is uh, it's awesome to talk to you. I've been listening to the record, and it is right up my alley, right in my wheelhouse, and we'll talk about why in a little bit. But um, you've had a, a pretty outstanding career, but some folks who are, who are just learning about you may not know the full scope of what you do because you're you're more than a uh, kids and family artist. Like you've had a, a pretty substantial career. So tell us a little bit. Give us a little bit of the backstory. So I, I was born and raised in India and uh, music was in my family. So at three years when I was three years old, I started singing Indian classical music and learning it officially. And at the age of six, I got into a car accident and uh, the pain was so hard in the hospital. My mom said, just start singing and you will cope up. And it happened. It was a miracle. I started singing and forgot about the pain and I haven't stopped until today. Well, hopefully you're still singing today. No pain today. No pain, just singing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's amazing. Okay, so how many how many records and things have you put out? Like the your music career is is pretty pretty amazing. Cool. I'm. <laughs> thank you so much. Sure. Um, you know, I I came here for to study school to went to go to school. So I was pretty young when I left India, right around nineteen and twenty, 
And then the first record I put out here was self-titled called Falu, F-A-L-U. And that was more, you know, I was finding myself. I was so young. Mm -hmm. And I tried to experiment with the Indian classical ragas, which is my training, the melodic scales from India, and write English lyrics on it because I also studied a little bit of American music. Um, I merged the two. Mm -hmm. and draw from the traditions of both and i made an album and a genre called indie hindi indie hindi love it yeah <laughs> so the songs are all in english but they're all based on 5000 year old indian melodic scales from india so so that's what raga is it's the scales yes and we have about 1000 scales uh, wow. determined at like which which time you want to sing a scale so we have afternoon scales evening scales night scales and morning scales wow. and 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 altogether there are a thousand out of which 250 are very popular so i really went into uh, you know deep uh, in, in, i went to study this very deeply i went to do my master's program in studying indian classical music and then when i came here i i thought you know why why not learn uh, a little bit about american music so then i picked up songwriting uh -huh. And when I was learning both, then I'm like, this is a, it, it. It's an experience that I'm feeling. And I wanted to make my audience feel that. So the first album is that. The second album was uh, completely different. Mm -hmm. We went back to India to capture the folk traditions that are also uh, based on Mohenjo-Daro and uh, the, the civilization, which is so old. So we drew from there. And then we we made a little bit of a classical and folkish record and that was called forest road f-o-r-a-s road okay and cool after after that uh, that was also beautifully received when i became a mom you know there's a saying when a child is born a mother is also born uh-huh nice so that that actually led me my child's curiosity and his questions led me to writing start writing this new album called Falu's Bazaar which is our newest album mm -hmm. kids album I didn't think you know honestly I never thought I would make it commercial I never thought I would release it I never even thought I'd make an album I just started writing songs uh -huh. because he he came home and he used to ask me when he was three or four years old mom why is our food yellow because then I'm like because we use turmeric uh -huh. and then he would say okay, why do we speak a different language at home that, that I don't speak at school? And I'm like, that's because this is what our language is and we have brought it from India. So I want you to learn this because otherwise, how are you going to talk with your grandparents, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I wanted to keep the roots and culture alive in my next generation, which is my son's generation. So we, we had a deal that we, we, we will only speak our language at our house. Wow, great. And that's how we kept the language alive. And, you know, my son also sings and learns all this cultural and language stuff. So he actually appears on the record. The first song is sung by him. Right. And my, mo my mother sings too. So I figured, you know, we have a family legacy lullaby that we all sing. And it's been passed on to me for five generations now. I'm like, every child likes a lullaby. Yeah. Why don't I end this album with my family legacy lullaby that I have inherited from my mom, mom's, 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 mom, and I'm going to pass it on to my son, Nishad. So that'll be the fifth generation. So now I 
we we have that album that it's been it, the album's closed by my mother's voice into my voice and now Nishad sings it with us on stage wow so that that's um i have a lot of uh, just broad sort of cultural kinds of questions about the music but i, I want to get to that because i think the idea of generations is really important and the idea of passing down traditions is really important especially you know you all i think you live in in new york and that's a and i live in the bay area and these are very fast moving societies very fast moving cultures and i also want to hand down traditions to my kids and i i loved you know a the song is beautiful the lullaby is really really beautiful and um I want to learn it myself, um, but like it's personal in a different way, right? Like we often hear about artists and musicians who are like writing from personal experience and uh, I had this like hard breakup or whatever, and these are my raw emotions. But I think that this is personal on a completely different level. You know, you're sharing your family's history and your family's tradition. You're putting it out into the world for others to experience. It's a real educational opportunity so did you have those kinds of thoughts when you were putting that the record together and maybe that song in particular it's it's uh it's really a great question and i'm th- i'm thankful you asked me uh so the it was very thought out putting a lullaby in this project was a very well thought out process i'll tell you why our indian music classical music is not written down right we do not read music everything we have learned for 5000 years has been passed down from one generation to the other and we memorize everything so for us it is very important that a teacher a guru teaches you one on one and then that student will carry on that tradition and pass it to the next generation so in that way i am the 11th generation of this of of holding and preserving this traditional form of music indian classical music and now my duty is to pass this tradition on to my students and my son uh-huh. Are so you- that then so that they can pass it over to the to their next generation otherwise this tradition will die because it's oral tradition and the reason i did this lullaby is it is very very difficult to explain to a kid 3 year old child about this enormous right. responsibility <laughs> that i have passing this on but if i make it in a lullaby it is so beautiful because every child has a grandma right mm-hmm. sure one one or the other sort of a grandma so a the connection is oh my grandma is singing a song for me second it is in our language gujarati so it helps me pass on my language to the to the next generation and third it shows how music in india is not written but orally passed on from one generation to the, to the other and that is my way of telling my my audience is how beautiful and rich and ancient and pure this tradition is and how important it is for people like me to carry it on and pass it on mm-hmm. uh, that's so fascinating to me you know we my family just celebrated passover um, you, you know, which is sort of the biblical story of Moses and, and the Jewish people being freed from Egypt. And, you know, you know, the whole story is found in in the Torah. So the major difference between the way that my tradition hands down um, 
tradition, <laughs> it's just to be right. comple- completely redundant, is so different than yours. Like I have a book. I can go check the book. Like I can find the page number if I need to. But it's uh, fascinating to me that you and your family and the generations before you have had to keep it all in your in your minds and in your brains and hearts and and transfer it that way that's that's a tremendous responsibility yeah it is really it is massive and if people like me who are you know who breathe this music who live in this music if we don't take this seriously i mean in this modern times of instagram and facebook and ipads this will die so fast yeah Totally. So I, I've been interested in um, in Indian music for a long time. I'm really drawn to the uh, to the sound of the tabla. I think it's yeah. a phenomenal instrument, and I like I have some ability to play percussion. Yet I cannot figure it out. So, what are some of the uh, unique instruments that that are found on this record? Great question. Um, the, the you know we have in, we've tried to incorporate something that we can even present live. Mm-hmm. So keeping that, because if we if we take this album on road, which we are, tomorrow we have a show in Baltimore at WTMD, live radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to make sure we show the, these instruments to our children, right? To our audience. Yeah. So we have yeah. the harmonium, which is very, very beautifully um, sounding. It's a very beautiful sounding instrument. It is a brother or a cousin of an accordion. Uh, we have Indian bamboo flute called Bansuri that you will hear in the lullaby. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a massive amount of tabla in mm-hmm. my album because I think it's an exotic instrument. It's beautiful. And the beauty of tabla is it can be tuned to whichever note I'm singing in. Oh, cool. So cool. if I'm singing in F sharp, I'll, I'll tune it to F sharp versus C or E. Like, you know, it's very tunable drum. Right. So children get fascinated with it. And, and we also hung, out, hung on to our, you know, folk music roots, which is we play pots and pans. Mm-hmm. So you will also hear in one song, Pots and Pans, how pots and pans can be musically played <laughs> as a drum and and we can sing on it, you know, so we do that in India. So I, it's kind of a, it's kind of, it's, it's my try is to show a child or a family what it is to grow up in India, what it is that you will find in an Indian household if you have never been to India, you know? Yeah, yeah totally. Um, so, <clears throat> I mean, I just, I, you're opening up so many interesting avenues and things and questions that I have. I didn't know the tablo was tunable, actually. So that's, that's really, that's really cool. Um, that definitely adds to the, uh, to the allure. So, Okay, before we get to the album, I just want to generally talk about uh, Indian music and and what I know. And um, so I saw on your website that you have a, a testimonial from Karsh Kale, and he's uh, he, he's an electronic guy, right? Like he's sort yeah. of melded the electronic with with traditional Indian music, and I find it like amazing. So, what do you think about that? that particular kind of and this is very off topic in terms of like talking about the record but i've never had the chance to ask anyone this question but what do you think of the uh the idea of bringing like that electronic very very modern element to a more traditional sound i think it's beautiful i think anything that you can do to preserve the sound of the existing indian classical music and make it relatable 
to to children, to adults, to grown-ups, to other people who are not familiar with the sound is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And I I definitely I'm I feel I I believe in experiential music more than experimental music. Mm-hmm. So if electronic music is something that makes you find bliss then yeah be it (laughs) awesome well said okay so there are three languages represented on the record and so just so the listeners know what are the three languages that uh, that are being sung in okay so the the main main uh, main language that we have focused is um uh, hindi Mm -hmm. h-i-n-d-i which is uh which is a language that is very popular in India. Bollywood movies are being made in this language. The second language is English, of course. Mm-hmm. And the third language is our regional language, our native language, my mother tongue, called Gujarati. G U J A R A T I. And this is what I grew up in. My family speaks this language. It is it comes out of a state called Gujarat in the western part of India, which would be California of India. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, every state in India has a different language. So imagine Vermont has a different language. Virginia has a different language. North Carolina has a different language. And they're as different as French, Spanish, and English. So it's not like, oh, my God, so if you speak uh, Vermont language, you can automatically speak New York language? No. Uh-huh. You ha- there are 25 and more major regional languages in India. So I myself speak five. Wow. Oh my because gosh. when you grow up in India, you are you have to speak more than two, three languages automatically. So uh-huh. first is your mother tongue, mine is Gujarati. Second is the state language I lived in, which is Maharashtra. So I speak Marathi. Then Hindi is our national language. So I speak Hindi. English is where I went to school in, which is so I speak English. Uh-huh. Uh, and fifth language is Urdu which uh, I sing in. So I learned how to read and write Urdu. And then obviously we all, we all study Sanskrit. So we speak Sanskrit. And then I also speak Bengali. I can also go, uh, do Avidhi. I can do Rajasthani. So these are all the languages that, you know, I mean, because being a singer, my ear is very easily adaptable to words and sound. Uh-huh. So I picked up all these languages. That's So one thing that is, completely incredible and i think that um i don't think that you're like the outlier with this but just the ability to uh contain all of this information in your mind right like all of these different languages and i think that there's there's a a connection to musicality here right your ability to remember all of these scales the thousands and thousands of scales the ability to uh be able to converse and, and speak all of these different languages i think that um I think that music, and, and I think it's been proven, like I don't have the studies to back me up, but like, would you say that like your ability to be musical and to speak a musical language also helps with picking up other languages? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, from from childhood, our ears develop sensitivity to sound, right? Mm-hmm. So you which pitch you are talking, what is the sound, how is the 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 movement of your tongue how do you place your lips when you're talking all of that but how do you make a tone so sound wise we become extremely sensitive mm-hmm. and then it makes it very easy to pick up a language because okay so um you so for for instance if you ask me to sing a song in spanish i will actually be able to do it 
because at the end of the day i will write it in my language the words the way the way phonetically it sounds and then i can do it wow amazing okay so thank you for thank you for allowing me that sort of moment of scientific digression if that actually was science or if it was it, i think it's all from the heart um so okay let's get back to the record and this is a sophisticated record. You know, you start, um, the, the first song is, is very familiar, but you don't waste a lot of time then getting into, you know, uh, uh, some of the, some of the sounds that you grew up with. So for a song like Tararam Pum Pum, and I am so sorry if I said that wrong, like, no, no, it's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm so, so, um, Tell me a little bit about what that song is. And it sounds like I, I've, I've listened to it, obviously, and I know what it is, but I would never, ever, and this is part of the beauty of of having a learning experience with you like I'm having right now, I would never think that Tararam Pum Pum was about what it is about. So what's that song about? It is actually what it is about, crossing a signal light and teaching a child how to cross a road. <laughs> and, and it sounds so good. Uh, it's so interesting. And then... Um, uh, I'm definitely gonna say this wrong, so correct me, please. The hulululu bus. Yeah, yeah. You actually are saying everything perfectly. So, oh, yeah, great. Okay, cool. And that's all about taking a bus ride. Like, there's there's real practical stuff that you're doing in this, you know, like sophisticated yet very family friendly way. So, so this is what we did. Okay, so I will tell you the process. Yeah. So, how do you cross a signal light, right? So, my son was like, Mom. Can we, can we, can we stop or can we go? So I was teaching him that practically coming from park to the house. And, and then I, then I figured, wait, how boring is it to teach him cross when it's green and stop when it's red? I don't want to do that. Uh -huh. Let's make a melody. So we came up with the melody. Right. And then I'm like, how do I teach him in this beautiful little theme how Indian music is improvised spontaneously, right? Mm, uh -huh. So you will listen to it in the album. The first song starts with the ah. It's an alap. Alap is a is a frame of singing where you improvise. You go from one note to the other very spontaneously. You don't plan it. It okay. comes automatically, spontaneously when you're singing a melody. Uh -huh. So the song starts with the alap improvisation and ends with it because i wanted to show children a, a, a traditional element of how an indian mel melody is improvised mm -hmm. wow. so that that is what you will hear in the opening and the closing of the song i mean for children it'll just be ah just like that right. but it actually means passing on tradition and making them aware of what it is you know they might not know it's called alab but they have heard it now right it's in their subconscious. So next time they hear an ala from an Indian singer, they're like, this sounds like tararampampam. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I've heard that before and I never, I never knew that it was like an improvised thing. Um, so it's, the, the, you're like every corner, every layer we get to with this, you're like teaching me. And I assume that I'm not the only one who's going to be in this position, but like everyone who's going to hear this, there is a lot a lot, a lot of layers going on in this record. That's fascinating. Okay, cool. So thank you. Yeah, no. So it, I will tell you a little yeah. bit about Hululu Bus, right? Yeah, please, so please. Hululu Bus. 
I mean, it's such a simple song. Bus goes to Hulululu, Hulululu Township. Yeah. A child can easily sing this with us, right? So obviously, how do children learn? By singing along, by repetitive yeah. element, by pattern, by knowing predicting, prediction of what is going to come next. All right. So first of all, you teach them how to say hellos in different languages is mm -hmm. what we wanted to do. Yeah. Because living in New York City, we meet so many people, diverse people. I think it's a mini world. And you want the child to be accepting and, and honoring and respectable yeah. and respectful to every nationality, every other person of other culture they meet. And I don't want my children or my audience to be, oh, my God, because I am this, I will only listen to this. No, no, no. Open mind. So when you give them all these sounds in a small, younger age, they, I feel like children can be more accepting, you know, to mm -hmm. and tolerant. And that is so. A, we teach them how to say different lang different hellos. But B is you will in this song you will hear a rhythm between the verses. Now the 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 melody is pretty simple. So the child learns how to sing the song, basic song. Then they learn how to say hello in different languages. Now that'll make them curious of okay, so who are Spanish people? Or who are French people or who are German people? So they, that that is the curiosity that we develop. Third, there is an element of rhythm in this song, particularly that we have taken or, or uh, borrowed from the Harappan and Mohenjo-daro civilization, <laughs> and that is called wow. the Garba tradition. And this is also five thousand years old. This rhythm that you hear, din ta te ta, din ta te ta, din ta te ta, da te ta, it has it is a micro rhythm. It is not a perfect four four. Uh -huh. When you listen to it, there is a little pull. So then, ta, 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 ta. this is how it works, right? Yeah. So we we wanted to, a child to listen to a rhythm beat that existed 5,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's how we introduced them in this song through different, different ways of, you know, after every verse, they will hear this rhythm. But also I have done all up improvisations in between to make it like flowy mm -hmm. and make it interesting. So they are learning Indian classical music at the same time indian folk music wow so so let me i is there a way like this is so fascinating to me and maybe it's because like i i skew toward the music nerdy side of things but i can't imagine that this is not like for any family that's listening to this like is there a way is there like a a companion like sort of book or is it in the liner notes for the record to sort of give a, a brief rundown of all of these different things that are happening in each song or are we just going yes. to have to, Oh, there is Great. very, very good question. So we, I, you know, because this is so foreign and it's not something that you will find every day in mm -hmm. a library or, a, you know, for, for where you go to buy children's stuff, I have written an activity book that you is uh, uh, downloadable for free on my website mm -hmm. you it is a 27 page activity book with vocabulary with explaining everything that's going on in two languages hindi and english so a kid can color the book but at the same time learn how to how to say all this in different language you know yeah so it's easily downloadable on my website it's for free i encourage parents to print out this 27 pages and just give it to them. Yeah. Then absolutely. if they can read it, great. If they cannot, they have. I have drawings. I have illustrations where they can color. Uh huh. Wow. Okay. So, so well, I'm glad. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm they glad, can make it their own. I'm, I'm glad I asked. I'm going to do this for my daughters for sure. Um, and then, so the the last, and, and I just want, you know, we don't need to get into it, but the teddy bear song at the end has the most incredible groove. So thank you for that one too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Welcome. So, so the, like, I hope that uh, I think you can hear um, how like fascinating I find this. And, and I think that many, many, many other parents will find it fascinating just to expose their kids to a, a different culture and sort of the, um, the just the the idea of passing of you passing this down generation to generation in, in kind of a, a, a way that we can not necessarily take for ourselves, but we can learn from and understand better. And I think that that is, um, that is an amazing part of this record. So, so follow, how can we, how can we find you? How can we follow you? How can we keep up with everything that you're doing? You mentioned you had some shows coming up, you have a calendar, that kind of thing. Yes. So if you go on my website, which is www.falumusic.com, F-A-L-U music.com, there is a page we have created for Bazaar. So you can directly go to that, Falu's Bazaar page. You will find the tracks of the album. You will find some videos. You will find where we are going to be touring. So the tour schedule is there. If we come to your city, you'll know you'll be able to find us and say hello to us personally and we also have the downloadable kit that it is exactly in the same page and anything you want to know about the album you can feel free to email me at falu so the email is falu at falumusic.com and i will be sure to answer that and you know it just came yesterday we got the award of parents choice bizarre recommendation so they are recommending this album which is honestly i didn't i didn't write this album for <laughs> for popularity or anything right, right. i just wrote it with my heart to teach my child his roots yeah and and it obviously well congratulations on the on the well-deserved parents choice award but this obviously strikes a chord and and the emotional investment that you put into it for your son, but it strikes a chord for me and it strikes a chord for anyone who's going to listen to it. So um, folks, be sure to, to check out Falu's website and um, Falu, I can't thank you enough. That was really incredible. I really love chatting with you. And if you, if you want to do this again with more details, I'm available to talk with you anytime. That was really, really incredible. Listening back to it, I just remember how sort of emotional I felt listening to Falu talk about the journey to create this album. And uh, I still feel that way. And it's awesome. You should listen to it. And there's no reason not to. It is available wherever you get any of the music that you love. So thanks for listening. And thanks for hanging with me. And thanks for hanging with Falu. And we will talk to you. I mean, follow and I will probably talk again for this podcast at some point. I don't know when, but I know I will talk to you soon, and I'm sure follow will as well. Yeah, so rate and review and subscribe and stuff on on Apple Podcasts, right? Like that, that would be nice for follow and for me if you did that. That'd be cool for all of the guests that have been on the show. Spread the word. There's a lot of good stuff out there. We are just getting started here at the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Here is Hululululu Bus by Falu from the album Falu's Bazaar. 
to Hululu, Hululu Township. Bus goes to Hululu, Hululu Township. In the bus there were two Englishmen. In the bus there were two Englishmen. They were saying. Stuff.